Hey everyone, thanks so much for joining me for this week's episode of When I Grow Up. On today's episode, it's my pleasure to welcome my guest, Jiyoung Kim. Hi Jiyoung, how are you? Hey, hey Blair. Thanks for having me. Uh, thanks for coming on, I really appreciate it. I know how busy you are, <laughs> um, and you guys will hear in a minute why um, he's a busy man. Um, he is a father, he is a husband, um, but the reason he's here today is to tell us about his his job, his career, um, and I want to preface with, I reached out to Chiyoung like, I think it was in March or something, and then right. um, we kind of pushed it back, and then April, I, like, no, maybe the beginning of April even, I reached out. Right, right, right. And then I was like, crap. I'm so, <laughs> I, I was not thinking because you guys, Chiyoung is a accountant and it was tax season. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> wow, this is, I'm going to, I'm going to hit him up on his busiest time of year. <laughs> Shame on you. <laughs> How dare you? But I should, should I, should, are you? Is that your title, accountant, CPA? What is it? Yeah, so, like, I guess official title, uh, well, my trade, I'm a CPA, more mm -hmm. specifically a tax accountant. Okay. Um, running and operating, you know, my own tax and accounting practice. So, uh, I, yeah, as much as I'm a, I'm a CPA, I, you know, I, I would probably say I'm more of a... Uh, business owner but anyway mm. that's a story for another time no maybe but, yeah, it is a CPA. story today <laughs> it could be the story that we want to share today um what does cp stand for again a uh, certified public accountant okay yeah um so chiyoung i'm not gonna pretend i know anything yeah. about taxes or anything <laughs> um david does all those things um, but I'm excited to hear and learn more today. Um, so for like, just pretend no one knows anything about taxes or CPA mm -hmm. or accountant, what would yeah. you say to them? Like, what is it that you actually do? Yeah. So I, I guess in college, when, when I started, you know, studying accounting, that was my major. Um, there were, there were really like two routes you can take with the accounting degree. You can either take the route of taxation which deals with state, local, federal taxes, right? And everything involved in or really understanding tax law mm -hmm. and implementing that. Or the second route was audit, auditing, right? So if you're an accounting major, you can go that route. And auditing means, um, you know, a lot of corporations will have financial records and they're in charge of making sure those financial records are accurate right mm. taxation is is really um like david in the bible <laughs> long story short i'm a tax collector <laughs> <laughs> okay yes <laughs> um so yeah i decided to take that path which is taxes taxation mm, okay. um, now i think it's a little bit different um the the, the market for for accountants it's not there's always a need for accountants, but um, it's not as lucrative as, say, like a computer programmer. Mm -hmm. Straight out of college, computer program computer programmers can easily make hundred fifty, two hundred thousand a year. With the stock options, with startups, it's pretty ridiculous. But mm -hmm. accountants, um, it's not um, as high demand, or it's not where a lot of students would want to go because you know from an income standpoint it's there it's pretty um yeah it's it, it could be a huge you know discrepancy i see so, okay um yeah. well what does your uh, day look like then as a business owner slash cpa <laughs> yeah so um let's see usually i'll wake up around well i'll, I'll wake up and come downstairs and uh, around 6, 6.30, start answering emails, looking mm -hmm. at my emails. Because literally any day of the week, I'll probably get 40, 40 emails in the morning. So answering those. And then since obviously we, you know, my wife and I, Lauren, we have two children under the age of five, you know, it takes a lot, you know, 
hands-on, right? To get them ready for the morning, get them ready for the day. So uh, 6, 6.30, I'll kind of get to work. And then around 7.30, I'll wake them up, give them their milk and change their diaper. And then, you know, get them clothed, send them off to school. And then by 8, 8.30, I'll make my way to the office. Oh, wow. From there, um, it varies my my allocation of time. Like you mentioned, like you know, during our our most busiest season is spring, obviously because we have corporate and personal taxes that's due March and April. So, okay. um, uh, allocation of time. So I would say like my time is broken up into business development, technical work. And then like working on the business. I see. And right now I would say my time is broken up. Like 33% of the time is business development. Mm -hmm. Meaning going out, meeting prospects, networking, um, generating new business. And then 33, you know, a third uh, of the time would be spent actually a technical aspect, actually doing the work. Mm. Um, client meetings, stuff like that. And then uh, the remaining uh, third um, of my time would be spent like working on the business, working on um, uh, procedures and systems and um, uh, workflows to make sure the, the business aspect is is flowing the way it should be flowing. I see. Okay. So, but then during busy season, it's kind of flipped upside down where maybe like uh, two-third, 67% of my time is spent actually doing the work, making meeting with clients. So uh, yeah, in terms of these three main things that I do, the percentages will change throughout the year. <laughs> okay. Um, so lot. like I'm thinking about like the last time I used a CPA yeah. and it was because um, David and I, we were... Uh, newly married and I worked at like what do you call I uh, worked for myself what do you call that Mm -hmm. like a sole proprietor yes okay entrepreneur well I didn't have like a light business license or anything but I was a skating coach and so I had a lot of like other expenses and things like that Mm -hmm. and David wasn't really sure like how to like do all the things with that. So we used a CPA sure. yeah. and it was great. Um, but it, if I'm honest, after that, like he does like uses TurboTax. Um, now how is programs like that affected you guys? Like, is it, does it affect you guys or I just don't Yeah, that's a, that's a very good question. <laughs> that's a very good question. And for the most part, this is what I tell people. Um, there are really five main things that we do um, and our bread and butter butter clientele are mm-hmm. businesses, small businesses. And when mm-hmm. I say small businesses, uh, they're grossing uh, under 15 million. So um, uh, the five main things that we do is um, accounting, bookkeeping, um, and then we have payroll. And then we have corporate tax personal tax, and then tax planning. Okay. So those are like the five areas that uh, we uh, do best, right? Um, Of these five things that um, we do, um, bookkeeping and and accounting, it's not rocket science. Anyone can do it. Mm -hmm. Um, Payroll as well. It's not rocket science. Anyone can do it. Corporate and personal taxes, yes, um, it does take time. But again, if you take the time, if you go on the IRS.gov website or even go, going to the IRS office itself, they'll actually file at least your personal for you for free. Oh. Okay. Uh-huh. Where you would see the greatest benefit in, 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 in using or seeing or seeking the advice of a CPA would mm-hmm. be the tax planning aspect. So for the most part, uh, many people, when they think of tax responsibility, they think, okay, by April 15th, I just need to file my taxes. I'm done for the year. Just file it away and I can move on with my life, right? Um, 
but we kind of see that as the start. That's the beginning of your responsibility. Mm-hmm. Filing your taxes is the compliance aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, so filing your taxes is step one. Now, what do you do with that data? So we view it as data. If last year you got a refund or last year you ended up paying $20,000 in taxes, what can we do for this year in order to make sure that you're either receiving a larger refund or we're reducing your tax liability to a point where it's manageable, Mm. right? So we'll forecast for clients, specifically, uh, you know, uh, businesses who are, um, you know, in the millions, right? Um, They have a lot going on and that's where they, it would make sense for them to, um, you know, at least see a tax professional or use a CPA firm in order to help manage um, their finances. No, that so, makes a lot of sense. Yes. Yeah. So our 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 main thing is um, all of our clients, our business clients. Um, we want to make sure come December thirty first, we know what we're walking into. Um, uh, we don't want our clients to walk into a hornet's nest come April fifteenth. And so before we even start filling out a form, Mm -hmm. we know what their exposure is in in terms of taxes. So it's, that's kind of the tax aspect, but it kind of goes hand in hand with their like personal finances as well, because Mm -hmm. some of the tax strategies that we use to reduce taxes is, um, it, it's connected to say your retirement, it's connected to your savings. It's connected to your your personal budgets, mm. budgeting. So they kind of overlap each other as well. Interesting. So. Now I'm like, oh my gosh, we need a tax plan. <laughs> 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 um, okay, that's really fascinating. I never yeah. thought of it like that. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Honestly, Chung, I'm like, when it comes to finances, I'm exposing myself right now. <laughs> I'm not really good with, with all of it and numbers and stuff. But... Um, Maybe you get this question a lot, like as someone that's in accounting and a CPA, mm-hmm. like, do you recommend the person that desires to do a career in that direction? Like they like numbers or do you feel like it's okay not to? Um, so you don't necessarily need to love numbers. Like I was, I was pretty good at numbers. Mm-hmm. And when you think of, accounting and when you think of taxes you I, I in high school I instantly thought I had to know trigonometry I had to know calculus you don't need to learn you don't need any of that it's really adding subtracting multiplying and dividing mm-hmm. and quite frankly you have softwares that does everything for you mm-hmm. you just need I, I think probably the, the biggest um, uh, skill you, you need to have is like comprehension. Um, that, that's really the, the main thing you need to learn is, mm-hmm. are, are you good at understanding? Are you good at um, comprehending what you're reading and um, critical thinking? I see. Everything else, it's really just data entry. I see. I see. Yeah. I guess and at the end of the day, like you are helping other people understand what they're reading too, because. Correct. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, well, can you take me back to the beginning? You mentioned high school just now, but like, did you always know you wanted to go this route or yeah? Like what, what was it like growing oh, up gosh. for you? Um, for me, I kind of, yeah, growing up, I just kind of followed the crowd there was one point my best friend wanted to be a scientist so I said oh, okay I'll be a scientist and then another friend in middle school said they wanted to be an engineer and I said okay I'll be an engineer but I had no idea what the heck these things meant um, and so I entered college not knowing what I was going to study at all um, only thing that um um, yeah, long story short, our family, you know, we weren't financially well, um, always struggling. And so I only thing I, I, I 
I valued was stability. And I, I heard and found out, okay, accounting is guaranteed wherever you go. People need their books cleaned, um, regardless of whether you work at the bank, regardless of whether you work for a, um, uh, you know, like a sports team. Everyone needs their books cleaned up. Everyone needs their taxes done. Okay, so maybe there's some stability there. Mm. Um, that was the only thing um, I knew about the profession, right? Um, now, fast forward, you know, a couple of years later, I get into college. And again, I didn't know what, what I was going to study. And uh, my uncle, he was a CPA, oh, right? Okay. And he asked me, what I wanted to do. And I, again, I said, I, I don't know what I want to do. So he suggested, well, why don't you take some principles of accounting courses and see how you like it? So um, that's what I did. Mm-hmm. I took principles one and principles two. Um, and I, I didn't love it really, but I realized this was something I could do. Oh, Okay. Yeah, like I pictured myself, um, I, I could picture myself sitting behind a computer and doing the actual technical work. Mm. And so um, that's how I got started. Um, and my sophomore year in college, my uncle told me, hey, I need some help. Why don't you come work part time? And so that's where I kind of got my foot in the door. Um so doing that, um, and then from there, I graduated and just worked with him full time. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that was, now I'm telling my age, but that was <laughs> two, 2003. I started working part time. And then 2005, I graduated and then just started working full time for him. Um, and that's the company that I ended up taking over. Oh, wow. Um, yeah but um but there's a lot of baggage taking over the family business Mm -hmm. there's a lot there and i'm not going to go that direction because that that is a lot but Mm um in 2010 he ended up unfortunately passing away um and um yeah it it was tragic no one really knew so that's how short life is i mean this guy was 49 years old he 49 yeah i'm he sorry was about, that's really early yeah oh my and goodness he was he was about to hit age 50 they found and he had an issue with his left leg and he they didn't the doctors didn't really know what was going on they just said oh maybe it's your diet maybe it's lack of exercise he finally got like you know like a fourth opinion and that doctor said you know you should get your brain checked and at that point they realized he had stage four brain cancer um so um, yeah, it, it's unfortunate. Oh my and God. Oh my so gosh, I ended up taking sad. over the family business in 2010 and it was very rocky, mm. very rocky. And then anyway, so in terms of business, you go up, you have some highs, you have sure. some lows and yeah. those lows are really low. And then you're having to build yourself back up. And, mm. um, so, um, yeah, so I, I've, I've stuck with it. Um, one of the things, I guess, my, my personal, I guess my personality is, um, uh, I'm, I'm pretty, I would say I'm pretty like, um, consistent, okay. even with my faith, it's pretty consistent. I, sure. I don't really have much highs. I don't really have much lows. If I'm, if I commit to something, I just stick with it. I see it through thick and thin, um, um, and, and so I just kind of stuck with it. Mm. Um, now, that's but called early grit, on, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you for uh, <laughs> you know sugaring it up and making no, it better. No, it is. It is. It's a great um, trait to have. And um, but you know, early on in my career, one of the reasons why I did stick with it is now a lot of my friends they went the. Um, um, they they went to the the, the the corporate world, right? They 
went to the larger forums at that time there was i think big six now there's only big four meaning um there's the the biggest accounting firms in the world like bny pricewaterhouse cooper kpmg now i forget the other one but um, that's usually where a lot of accountants would would land back Mm -hmm. in the day um i went the complete the opposite direction and went to a small local accounting firm and even though my friends even in graduate school um my graduate school uh buddies would say hey we have an opening why don't you come i'll get you in the door uh, we have so much work here and not enough people why don't you come um i just stayed mm-hmm. and and so um and really, the, the main reason why I stayed, and this is kind of, I hate to over-spiritualize it, but um, the reason why I stayed was um, in as a small business, as a, working for a small accounting firm, you see so much. Mm. You see so much bad things. Mm. You see so much darkness. Um, I realized in my early 20s, uh, uh, money and people do not mix. It's such a bad recipe. Um, I've seen partnerships break up. I've seen best friends stab each other in the back. I've seen so many fraud. Mm-hmm. Um, I was really questioning God. God, why are you? Why are you allowing me to see this? So much darkness in the world, and and. Um, yeah, I, I was just like, you know, there there is a reason why God is showing showing this to me. Mm-hmm. And if there is so much darkness here, um, maybe being that light means being a light here where your light isn't shining. So mm-hmm. um, I, I I stuck with it. So that's um, so <laughs> transparent in the sense of like, yeah, like I, I think about it too, you know, ugh, I don't even know if I should share this. I Maybe I shouldn't. But like, you know, there have been situations and I, it's tempting like to sugarcoat the truth. Like, li- no, I should just, to lie. It's, it's tempting mm-hmm. to lie, right? Like mm-hmm. about, finances like shortcuts Mm. things like that Mm. and if you don't know what i'm talking about Mm. maybe you're not a grown-up yet i don't know but (laughs) but um um you know i remember even uh david Mm. was like face we were in the cpa office and like Mm -hmm. he I, i don't even remember the question that was asked but there was a moment of like oh i mean we don't have to say it like that or something like that it was something and and it wouldn't have been a okay it i feel like it wouldn't yeah. have been a big deal but it was on david's conscience cuz he's just mm. a great guy and loves the lord but <laughs> um he was like like no like we i'm not going to do that right and i'm like okay okay yes we're not going to do that <laughs> like, um mm-hmm. but all that to say is like when you talk about this darkness i'm like i can't even imagine you know like what it is that you witnessed yeah um uh so some of our clients actually got killed um because of money um (laughs) some of our clients actually were running away from uh come to find out uh the fbi was looking for that um so Interpol. how does one in this situation deal with that? Like you, how do you deal with that? Um, well, so, you know, I, I've been in the profession for 20 years uh-huh. and um, I'm, I, well, yeah, I, I'm a realist. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I've learned empathy. Mm. Um, Christian values tells us what's right and what's wrong. It's mm-hmm. black and white. Mm-hmm. But how people live, it's very gray. Mm-hmm. And people and relationships, it's very gray. And 
I've encountered so many different people in different stages of life in different situations that at the end of the day, we're all trying to survive. Mm. At the end of the day, we're all trying to put food on the table. Mm. I realized, well, early on, I didn't, I, I didn't realize it. Uh, I, I pointed the thing, finger mm. all the time. Um, but more and more, I'm just, yeah, I got mm. you. I understand. I, I mean, I, yeah, I, I can go on for days about the different people I've interacted. And that's one of the, the technical aspect is the technical aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, people that do know me, um, I love talking to people. I love hearing their stories. So, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes like my staff would tell me, like, you need to come out of that the meeting room. You need to hurry up. We have work to do. Right. You can't, you need to stop talking. But <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes I'll, we'll talk for hours and these clients will come in. It's, it's very sad. Um, like, especially like the first, you know, first gen immigrant life is so tough. Mm. Parents would come in or mothers would come in. They would literally kind of like spill with finances. They, they have no choice but to talk about their marriage. They have no choice but to talk about their children. And these first gen parents will talk. And at the end of it, they'll say, you know, um, only person I can talk to is you. I can't talk to anyone at church. Mm. Can't talk to any of my friends. Mm. It's sad that I'm, they don't, they don't say it's sad that I'm talking to you, but you're the only person I can trust. Yeah. And, because money they're, itself they're, is so yeah. sensitive like yeah yeah and they're crying right they're crying and so at, at times it's like okay am I actually am I a CPA or, or am I a therapist <laughs> um, I've, I've even had you know um like strippers mm-hmm. um and the reason why they become well it wasn't a choice mm-hmm. um the um Asian um, spa shooting, right? Yes. Actually, one of them was a client of ours. <gasps> oh so as soon goodness. as I, yeah, the, the names came out, uh, I was shocked. I couldn't sleep that night. Like, is this her? her? And like, oh my gosh, it, it was, it was. So yeah, what, what I learned is I, I can't be quick to judge and I need to have empathy for people um because it, it's actually great it, it's very great mm. it's very great and I can can point and I can judge the way people live and the way people make their living but um I just realized I, I just need to sympathize and I just need more compassion for them mm, than anything um and that's like so many areas of life for me right now, though. Like, you know, not just being an accountant, I feel like, but yeah, yeah. that's good. Uh, gosh. But that's um, what, yeah, that's what gets me, I guess, you know, going every day is sure. not really the accounting. Sure. Accounting is something that comes with, it's obviously something that we do and that's a service that we provide. Mm-hmm. Um, and, the, and the tax planning is something that we provide, but it's like the other things that come with it. It's mm-hmm. very like fulfilling for me. Yeah, of course, of course. So. And I feel like, um, you, I mean, I'm sure you have do have clients that um, are so like satisfied, right, with the business that you provide them. I'm sure. I don't mean maybe, I hope maybe so. not all, but like, <laughs> I hope so. again, money is. I feel like money is such a touchy thing for everybody, and it's interesting it that you just brought that yeah. up about first gen and two, because like there's like this shame base, and also like mm. this like pr- pride, major pride, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. not just with first gen, obviously, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's really interesting uh, yeah. subject to bring and- up. Yeah, and the discrepancy of income is incredible. Like one of our client this year made two million dollars, mm. right? Like this, this, this person makes two million dollars every year, and then we have some clients that make thirty thousand a year, mm. and you see everything in between. Right. Like wow, right. some people are white collar, some people are blue collar. It's yeah. just the way it is. <laughs> so crazy. Oh, 
Um, yeah. I realized as you were talking, um, I am curious because, sorry, I yeah. just like, I'm like, oh, like, I still don't know exactly what it is that you do. I know. Um, I'm totally okay, gone. No, 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 no. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. Because I got, I get really into the stories. Um, mm-hmm. But just to clarify, for somebody that maybe is like thinking about this route. Um, okay. So like I come in, I'm your client. Yeah. I want my yeah. taxes done. Yeah. Like what you get my my info and all the paperwork that I have to give you. <laughs> um, like what is the next step for an accountant, a CPA? Maybe not you in particular, because I know you're the <laughs> boss now. But, <laughs> but. <laughs> yeah. So initially, we'll have uh, a meeting, right? Uh-huh. Um, by phone call, or these days we do a lot of Zoom, and um, we'll first figure out, okay. What exactly is the issue? Mm-hmm. Um, if you've been filing your taxes via TurboTax, mm-hmm. what is it that's changed for you that um, you can no longer do it through TurboTax? I see. Right. And most um, clients will come and say, okay, well, I recently got married. I had a child. I uh, switched jobs or I'm getting into real estate and have an investment properly and I don't know what to do with it or I have multiple of these activities going on. If it's a simple W-2, then I will probably say, okay, yeah, you can do it on TurboTax. It's not an issue. But mm-hmm. once um, you know a, a client gets into a situation where it gets more complex for them mm-hmm. um, and they prefer to just outsource it, then that's kind of where we step in. And so that initial meeting will kind of... Um, um, reveal the reasons why and see if we can help right okay uh, once that's done um, uh, we will use um, a um, client portal system uh, called canopy tax where we exchange client information with uh, well where we exchange information with clients it's obviously more sensitive you know information so we obviously want to have that exchanged um, securely so we'll set up an account for them. Uh-huh. They'll create an account. Um, and then uh, we will send them a tax questionnaire or a tax organizer, what you call it. And what they'll do is they'll log in and then they will um, answer uh, the, the you know short five minute questionnaire, really asking who you are, your age, date of birth, social, what sort of income, did you have any um, extracurricular things, any impactful events in your life that may um, affect your taxes Mm -hmm. and then once they answer the questions uh, you begin to upload your documents through there right once you upload the documents then our team will review the documents review the tax questionnaire and then start entering the information into our program okay okay and then along the way if our team has um, uh, any additional questions, uh, then they will correspond with you until we get that answered or until we get the document that we're looking for. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, when it's about maybe 80 or 90% done, uh, we uh, it's in a review status, meaning now um, I'll step in or a manager will step in and they will look at the return review the documents, review the organizer, and then make sure everything is um, is accurate. Right. Mm. Um, if there are any lingering questions at that point, then we will hand it back to our team, and the team will reach out to you for any additional. Right. Um, <clears throat> we'll go. We'll do that back and forth until it's finalized, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then we will. Uh, um, either schedule a uh, tax review meeting where we'll, the client will come in for a face-to-face or a Zoom call, and then we will walk through with the client line by line what all of these numbers need and how these numbers came to be what it is and why the tax amount due or the refund is what it is. Oh. Right. And then we will send a DocuSign to the client for them to sign we get that confirmation on our end and then we will file it through our system. 
Gotcha. So that's how an individual return would kind of um, uh, the workflow, how the workflow would would proceed for an individual return. Yeah, I mean that makes a lot of sense for someone that's like yeah tax illiterate and stuff. Like I feel like that would be awesome to like <laughs> be able to have somebody explain everything to me. That's really okay. That makes a lot of sense. And I guess I'm assuming depending on like if it's a business or a corporation or something, you, mm-hmm. it, those kind of things would be handled a little bit differently. Yeah, uh, our business clients, corporate clients, uh, we work, we really try to hold their hand on a monthly or weekly basis and be available for them um, whenever, whatever they need. Mm. Uh, mm -hmm. Um, Sorry, were you going to say something else? Oh, no, go ahead. Um, So... You know, you kind of were explaining that a lot of your job, too, is to, like, listen to the client, um, mm-hmm. which I think, honestly, um, is really important because you're trusting this person to, like, help you with yeah. your finances and taxes. And um, I feel like it would be beneficial for the CPA themselves to have those soft skills um, with their clients. Um, would you, like... I don't know how to ask this, but I want to ask it because, um, yeah, like, is there a type of personality or, like, characteristics of a person that you feel like would make a a better CPA or, like, a good accountant? Um, well, um, I think there's a clear difference between uh, the the traits and characteristics that you need to be a good accountant mm. and traits and you know characteristics that you need or the soft skills you know I don't think you necessarily need soft skills to be you don't need a you don't you don't really need soft skills to be an accountant okay mm-hmm. you really just need to be detailed oriented mm. um, and you again uh need to be able to comprehend what you're reading and critical thinking okay um those are really really the three main things i I hate to bash on like computer programmers but computer programmers all they i mean i don't want to say all they do but (laughs) i just literally it's all right it's all right anything (laughs) goes here when i grow up (laughs) i've insulted so many people right now but i only thing i picture is like the movie you know like facebook movie all these programmers are sitting in front of a computer for 18 (laughs) hours just you know uh just working on the computer um that's really you know that's really what you need Mm. for an accountant Mm. um data is given to you you need to process it and make sure well now this is like the okay i don't want to over confuse things but even taxation there's like compliance which everyone does being compliant to the law okay right right right? Mm -hmm. filing on time Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right but then there's another aspect which is like advisory and consulting planning um i would say um like the compliance aspect you really just need what what i said okay being detailed oriented you know have great comprehensive skills critical thinking now in terms of like planning um consulting that's where you need the soft skills i see um because you're dealing um uh, one-on-one with people uh, and so you really need more than you need to know enough technical to be able to talk to your client to sure. advise them mm-hmm. but there's a difference between um and advising them um just telling them right from wrong and telling them the direction but it's also how you deliver it is very important because mm. trust is built there. And mm-hmm. if there's no trust, then whatever you tell the client is really going to go in one year and out the other. Mm. So uh, you really need to gauge the, the, the person that you're talking to and really figuring out, are they more right brain focus? Are they more left, you know, left brain type of person? Are sure. they, uh, you know, more direct or are they more indirect? Are they passive or what is their personality? Are they, you know, more of an extrovert? Are they more of an introvert? Figuring that out 
will help you um, do well as like a tax advisor. Right, like a counselor to that. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, So what do you like most about your job? Mm. What do I like most about my job? Yeah, so kind of um, harping back on um, interacting with people. Yeah. Um, my faith is very important to me. Mm. So um, I realized this was one avenue for me to... Um, sounds so corny, but it's the truth. Um, uh, this little light of mine, yeah. I'm going to make it shine. Yeah. Um, uh, just talking with people and like really understanding their life. Um, and first just hearing them out it's huge um they a lot of people come and and to vent so for for me to be an avenue for that just to be in listening ear is huge Mm -hmm. um and um to uh, to be able to you know kind of coach them on the next steps what they need to do Mm -hmm. is very fulfilling Mm -hmm. um I guess another aspect, I, it's not so much now, but early on when we had, uh, I think 95% of our clientele early on, uh, when I first started, uh, were Korean first immigrant families. Mm. And so uh, just to be a resource for them, yeah, they would literally bring a letter that they did not open and they were just like, what is this? I'm, they receive a letter from the IRS and they say, I couldn't sleep over the weekend because of this. And just to relieve that tension and stress for them, you know, early on was pretty satisfying. Yeah, yeah. But then to be real, it does get a little, you know, frustrating, but um, it's, yeah, it, it's necessary. And to be able to be there is definitely, um, you know, it's it's fulfilling. No, absolutely. So. I feel like it it would be on your end too, um, mm-hmm. as well as frustrating. But like you've probably <laughs> brought a lot of relief to many families, um, right? I, and right. I, and like I've said it several times, and mostly because I I have a hard time understanding everything myself when it comes to finances and taxes and things like that but i think being able to be a translator not just like um, a literal translator of what the letter is saying but like uh you know financial translator as well is like Mm -hmm. um such a gift such a gift truly um And Chuyung, I am so sorry. I feel like all my questions are really scattered. But as we're talking, I keep no, thinking yeah, of more no things. Problem. Yeah, yeah, um, sure. I realized, you know, I know that there's a process, right? Like, so after you mm. graduate college yeah. and you want to be an accountant, what is required of you to get your licensings and things like that? Yeah. So um, for a lot of people that just graduated with an accounting degree uh-huh. and let's say they went into a large or mid-sized firm uh-huh. um, they will typically either work um, for just one specific aspect of a client mm-hmm. if it's accounts payable then they'll just work with accounts payable for a large corporation say okay. coke right coca-cola um, they will do that for a few years until um, really, either two things happen. Um, they either quit or they get a promotion. The promotion will um, require them to get the CPA license at some point in their career, okay. right? Um, so a CPA license, and it's different for every state, but for the state of Georgia, uh, to be licensed as a CPA, you need a total of 150 college hours. Uh-huh. or post high school hours and of the 150 30 hours needs to be in the area of accounting oh wow okay um so you can either do that through your you know undergrad majoring in accounting it uh, majoring in accounting 
uh, for your undergrad, that will probably give you about 18 hours. Mm-hmm. Um, so the 12 remaining 12 hours, that's where a lot of people would decide to uh, go to grad school uh, for accounting I or see. taxation, I something see. related to accounting and taxes. So pretty much um, you yeah. have to go to grad school then, no? Not necessarily. Not necessarily. Okay. Um, of the 150, 30 needs to, so what I ended up doing was I, uh, undergrad accounting of the 30, I needed 30 more hours. Um, and of the 30 hours, I needed 12, 12 hours in accounting and like 18 hours of other. Mm. So, um, uh, I enrolled at GPC at the time, Georgia Perimeter College, which is, I think now Georgia State, yeah. I think took over. Um, and I took random courses like art history, some PE class, I, I don't know, some random courses <laughs> to make up the 18 and then the 12 hours since I was going to um, uh, 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 do accounting. Uh, might as well go to grad school. So I went to Georgia State for grad school. Uh-huh. May, uh, my program was Masters of Taxation. So even that, you can go two different ways. You can do MPA, which is Masters of Public Accounting, mm-hmm. uh, which covers um, a lot of different aspects of accounting, but it's very, uh, I don't want to say general, but it covers a little bit of everything. Or you can specialize in taxation. So I decided to specialize in taxation, masters of taxation. So I went that route. Um, unfortunately, I did. I couldn't graduate, uh, finish my grad program because actually my uncle was um, uh, he wasn't doing well at the time. That's right. Um, so, but then thankfully I did enough to. I think I probably have maybe like six more hours. Oh no. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, know. Um, I had enough hours to at least get the, the license uh, to for the requirement. So um, so uh, in education, 150 hours, one year of experience under a CPA. Um, and, and then obviously pass the pass the exams. Mm. Uh, those are the three main requirements for the state of Georgia. Uh, other states, I think Jersey, uh, New York, um, they have an additional requirement, which is um, ethics. Um, so you need to uh, to pass the ethics course and pass the exam in order to uh, to get the license. Okay. Um, so how... Um... I guess as long as I was gonna ask you how long you think that takes, but I guess as long as you fulfill the hours and do the master's yeah. courses, and mm-hmm, then mm-hmm. gotcha. So my yeah, studying for the CPA exam was uh, was painful. Oh yeah, <laughs> it was oh so no. Bad. You have to finish four four exams, and they're actually changing it from what I from what I understand. Um, uh, but you have to take four exams, and you have to pass these four exams within an 18 month window. Um, so once you pass the exam, your your time starts ticking. Oh, so no. like if you pass <laughs> the exam January 1st, then you have, um, trying to do my math here, you have like June 30th of the following year to, to complete exam two, three, I and four. See. I see, okay. I mean, I it, guess yeah. it doesn't ex- expire, yeah. I guess. Yeah, because, you know, with with taxation um, specifically or accounting, um, the laws change every Uh, once in a while. So you really have to be. um, uh, uh, Yeah, the exams will reflect current law. So if you've let's say you've taken an exam three years ago and then you're trying to take the remaining it's irrelevant your education is (laughs) is old (laughs) oh no how do you keep up with like new laws uh yeah so one of the things i do every morning is i read the news (laughs) yes and then journal of accountancy you know there's a lot of um resources um that you know and, and magazines 
podcasts now. There's a lot of podcasts sure, that, you yeah, listen, yeah. that I listen to to keep up, especially like the past two years with COVID. There are so many changes in the tax law. Right. Um, and, you know, um, like, uh, like benefits and support and funding from the SBA that had a lot to do with your taxes. So um, like at times the past two years, at times the clients actually knew more about what was going on than us. Mm. Um, and there were a lot of rumors that were going around that were false. And they, I heard this for my business, I can qualify for this, I see. what's going on. And I say, you know what? I don't know. Let me find out for you. And then they would give me the stink eye. <laughs> <laughs> Some of them were actually true. Some of them were just, you know, thin air, this mm. made up stuff. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. Um, the past two years was a struggle trying to keep up. <laughs> yeah, I know. I can't imagine. I know a lot was, I mean, the whole world was crazy. So, yeah. Um, Oh man. So for, for me, so just, um, my exams, I, um, you need a 75 to pass. Uh Um, and the first three exams, I literally got like two 75s and one (laughs) 76. I know. You pass, Um, you pass though, man. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. My last exam, uh, I ended up getting, uh, I believe it was like a 73 and so I and I was very close to uh, the 18th mark 18 month mark so what ends up happening is if you pass the 18th mark any exam that's outside that 18 month window you have to retake so I would have had to retake my first exam Um, so I decided you know I think it was like a May end of May of that year uh was going my 18 month was going to expire mm-hmm. so I literally scheduled so I had to retake my last exam I rescheduled it like two days before the expiration date oh and I studied my butt off for it and thankfully I got a 96 on it hey! <laughs> yeah I just blew it out the window and um, um that's yeah. a trick thankfully, I guess you know like <laughs> Like the pressure's on. <laughs> yeah, pressure's on. I'm not gonna retake this. Um, no way am I gonna retake it. So just you know, did it. Um, uh, ideally, it would be it would be nice to just focus on studying. Mm. But when you are working full time and trying to take the exam, it's a different story. Um, and for me, I was really never good at standardized exams in the first place. My seat, my uh, SAT scores was really bad. Um, and, and, and so I, for most people, like some of my friends, they took it within like eight months or a year, right? They just like knocked it out, but I couldn't do that. I I I wouldn't be able to either. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't Uh, do that. Um, uh, oh my gosh. I just slipped my mind what I was going to ask you, but, um, so, Oh, I know. You don't have to. So after that, those tests, like, do you need to renew your license or anything like mm-hmm, that? Mm-hmm. Oh. Every two years. Okay. Yeah, every two years. Yeah, I know, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, you have to renew every two years. And um, every year you need 40 continuing education hours. Oh, okay. Um, so uh, what that means, because, you know, uh, uh, the profession is always evolving mm-hmm. and always changing so mm-hmm. obviously they want you to be on top of things so it's required of you to continue your education um, and continue to personally professionally develop yourself mm-hmm. um, so unfortunately for and I think this goes for every profession now is you, you you think you're out of school, but you're actually not out of school. Sure, yeah. You know? <laughs> For anything, architects, engineers, they all need um, to um, to be on top of things. So, For sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, we're kind of uh, rounding out our hour together, and I don't want to keep you mm. too long, but um, you, you uh, shared with me what you like most about your job. But now it's time mm. for me to ask you, what do you like least 
about what it is that you do. I guess, and it's like kind of interesting because you know Um, there's a business owner aspect and the yeah, yeah, aspect and stuff. Yeah, so the actual work of tax and accounting. um, Yeah, and you sent me this question before ahead of time, and it was uh, it was a it was a struggle to think about it. Uh huh. Um, because there's a lot or there's none. What is no? it was a struggle because I was like, do I really want to be honest? (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's your call. That's your call. But, you know, quite frankly, a lot of my clients know this. So I've told them this. So I think it's okay. Um, The work itself is not difficult, Mm -hmm. right? Um, (laughs) uh, I would say the most, what I hate most about the work is the actual work. (laughs) (laughs) technical work i mean yeah, i've yeah. done this for 20 years like, right right you know it's um I, I i i i've done the work i've done it for so long like i could i could do it with my you know um with my eyes closed yeah and maybe that's that maybe that's why mm. uh but um uh, um it's at times it's it's kind of boring mm. um uh, my personality, I'm more of an extrovert and I like talking. So um, I'd much rather prefer to talk to people than the actual work. Yeah. Uh, so in, in the beginning, I really liked the work because I didn't really know the, 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 the relational piece of the work, right? When I found out the relational piece, it's like, okay, this isn't all that great anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I found something better. <laughs> so... Um, um, but yeah, the, the the fact that it gets me in front of people, mm. it's it's what I enjoy the most. Yeah, yeah, you that's know? so funny though. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I I appreciate it, and and I don't blame oh. you honestly. But but <laughs> I do the work because um, that's what that's what we provide. Right. right. <laughs> and you know what? It, I think it's like it's funny that you say like you know it's. You've been doing it for so long that you just know it so well. You could just do it with your eyes closed, and I think that yeah. that makes a lot of sense, right? Like just kind maybe of that's why it's it. boring. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. But um, yeah. but people are exciting. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, people are exciting, and you know, if when, when especially when I'm able to, um, you know, save them money or yes. like you know. Well, I'm rambling again. I, I talk. I talk too much. Um, um, Chiang, like you're on a client... podcast. It's okay <laughs> to ramble here. <laughs> yeah, like one client, he had a tax issue. Um, he got a bill from the IRS for uh, eighty thousand mm. dollars, and um, after we did our work and research, we found out he is actually due a refund of fifty thousand dollars. So, to be able to provide that sort of service. Mm-hmm. Um, it's incredible. Yeah. I mean, instead of this person having to pay 80, the the, the net is what $130,000. You know. That's so, crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So to be able to provide that or, you know, we'll have clients who just need to, you know, just the light bulbs that people get coming out of our meetings. It's like, "Oh my gosh, thank you so much." You know, just that word mm-hmm. gratitude is it, it's it's awesome. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's amazing. Great. Um, well, Chiyoung, do you have any advice for somebody that maybe is thinking, oh, like accounting might mm. be something I want to go into or, um, just any life advice at all? You've given a lot of bits and pieces that I've really yeah. been loving, but yeah. Um, yes. So I would say, and I, I've struggled with this, um, do I have any regrets, mm-hmm. um, and I realized throughout, now I'm 40, and grand scheme of things, I'm still young. But I, I think once I hit 40, I realized, man, I'm, I'm like a one now. Mm. Um, but <laughs> I realized, you know, the more I spend, well, I'll just say this. If you spend your time regretting on what you did or what you didn't do, um, you're never going to be able to enjoy the present moment. So I would say for anyone, um, postgrads who are 
um, like looking for or trying to figure out their next step. Um, like I, I would say like my greatest piece of advice for them is just stay diligent and persistent. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you may not be where you are now in your profession or um, it, it may be even college. You may, you may not have gone to the college you wanted to go to, right? Or the job you wanted to be in. But if you stick with where God has placed you and you do your very best, mm. then the door is going to open for you. And if you don't stay persistent and diligent in what you're doing now, you're going to miss when that door flings right right open for you so um it's kind of cliche to say but i think it's very true when life gives gives you lemons make lemonade um or you know life is like a box of chocolate i so think that it's it's the truth there's so much truth in (laughs) in movies um i'd say don't give up just continue press forward like you said grit have grit, just continue to push forward, then you're going to look back and say, oh, I've gotten to this point because of this and this and this and this. So, um, yeah, stay diligent and persistent in whatever you do. Yeah, that's so good. Um, I mean, like, I think I've said this on the podcast before with um, some other guests, but I think my biggest lesson in life, too, has been exactly what the piece of advice Mm -hmm. that you've given Um, You know, because I think we definitely even more so now in a world of like social media, the grass is always Mm -hmm. greener on the other side, right? We want Mm -hmm. the bigger and better thing. Yeah. Um, And it's so easy to just want to like give up whatever you feel like you've been given and run towards something else. Um, But yeah, I think for my my family as a Mm. whole our kind of mantra is like be faithful and the Mm. things that you've been given um and when you do that right like it's um like how can god trust you with more if you can't be faithful what you have um exactly but uh, but it it is hard sometimes you know and Mm -hmm. so to see you um and where you are now today and being a testimony of of your grit and just persevering, um, I'm so grateful. So thank you so much, Chiong. I really appreciate your story and um, yeah, your leadership in our community in Atlanta. I, I'm uh, honored to have you on today. No, Blair, thank you so much for the opportunity to just, you know, just ramble and <laughs> share my story. Um, yeah, it's, it's been fun. Yeah. Um, well, I like always put my guests on the spot too. And I know you've listened to a few episodes. Um, if somebody is interested and since you like talking, uh, would you be open to, um, sharing some more life advice if someone has more questions? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you can reach me at, well, well, yeah, please reach out to me. I'm sure you'll find a way to reach out to me. Um, actually at our firm, we're actually looking for people. So oh. to work. So if you're ever interested, please. <laughs> you guys, this is, Send awesome. Us a resume. this is awesome. What about like internships? Like, you know, people that might be interested. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Absolutely. We're, that's one. So we're growing right now. Oh, um, I hate to kind of, yeah, talk about No, our, do the plug. Our, our I love it. Wait, yeah. what is the name of your company anyways? <laughs> yeah, it's it's Navitax. Navitax. Oh my yeah, gosh. Yeah, so we've actually rebranded. We actually rebranded from Billy Jung Accounting, which is my uncle, to uh-huh. Navitax. And so this Navitax <gasps> idea or rebranding idea was um, um, in the pipeline for like three years. Uh-huh. But, you know, uh, COVID threw a wrench in our plans. And so finally, I was able to last year really devote my time um and 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 do this thing so um we rebranded it's now navitax so navigation navigation tax play on words and um uh, yeah you can find us on instagram facebook at the navitax and um we're growing we're looking for people so if you're ever interested in the profession or you just want some yeah 
some um, and you want an internship, please uh, reach out to us. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, guys, um, I if you can't find it for some reason, I can definitely connect you. So feel free to reach out to me through social media. You can DM me or you can email me at podcastwigu at gmail.com and I'll get, get you connected to Chuyong himself. Um, so uh, again, thanks, Chuyong. Thanks, guys, for listening. Until next time. Bye. 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 <laughs>